Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Joey Vitale views things a little differently. Just imagine how he looks at hockey. Whoa! This is The View from Vitale, brought to you by Scott Lee Heating Company, a proud Mitsubishi Electric Elite Contractor. With Brad Thompson, I'm Anthony Stalter. Let's head to our celebrity line, our 101 ESPN celebrity line. We're joined by Joey Vitale, who you'll hear tonight on the call for the Blues and the Jets pregame starting at 6.30. What's up, Joe? Hey boys, doing good. It's cold, cold as ever in Winnipeg, as always. Are you so? So we were talking to Jamie earlier, and he said it was it was a balmy ninety six. So he lied to us. Oh, he was, he was a complete liar. I thought coming to Winnipeg in October would be a little bit better, but I think it's just cold here all the time. It makes sense. Yeah, uh, Joey, Brad brought this up yesterday. Now some say that uh, that Brad has a keen eye for hockey, and I would be one of them. Some would also say you may have a keener eye for hockey since you played and all. Um, do, were the Blues? Did the Blues look faster the other night compared to how they did against Arizona? Were the, or were they just moving the puck better? Well, first of all, Brad's a smart man. No doubt, Brad. Brad Brad's, Brad's a very smart man, actually. And you know, in some ways, I would argue that the more you have done something perhaps the more arrogant you become in it. So I always try to, as best as I can, try to always begin everything with a beginner's mindset because I think that's when, you were, when you're learning the most and you observe things differently. So I shouldn't, I don't, I don't want Brad to put short, short pants on himself there because a lot of times it's, it's what you don't know that makes you what, what you do know the obvious. Does that make sense at all? Absolutely. Nailed it. Okay, okay perfect. Um, faster, definitely faster simply because they just move the puck better. I mean, it's just that simple. You know what I mean? Uh, Craig Bruby talked about it at the end of the Arizona game. We asked, why didn't you have the puck? He just said simply, when we had it, we were so fidgety, we just gave it away. And our 10-foot passing, our 10-foot support just was not there. You know, you look at even just the power play, for example, that Arizona game, trying to get the puck to Cairo. Puck's bouncing all over the place. Instead of putting on his tape, you're putting it in his skate. Breakout's coming up through the neutral zone. Instead of just going head man, uh, they're putting them right behind the player and just messes with the timing. So, I just think, quite frankly, the execution that Arizona game was so poor, and then that Pittsburgh game on the flip side, it was, listen, it was just so good. And when you're passing that well and you're moving up together, everything's connected, uh, it, 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 you're a very tough team to defend. You're a very, very tough team to beat, and that's what the Penguins saw the other night. Joey, I wanted you to know that I was talking to you a minute ago, <laughs> and I was just muted on my side. So I was writing down all of the, the great words that you had to say, I'm just an idiot with computers. So uh, that, that's, that's part of it. Speaking of uh, fast, Joe, 
How do the Blues get on the board fast? Because I believe they've only got one first-period goal. Winnipeg has been giving up a bunch of goals early on, even though last game was better. Is that something? Can they get on the board quickly, and how much would that help? And uh, Craig Berube, it's his first thing he addressed this morning was the start to the game is going to be so important. And listen, you always want to start well. I mean, that, that's a given. But there are, there are times and there are times in the season and the opponents you face that you really got to highlight this area. And I think tonight's one of those nights. And what I mean by that is because Winnipeg has a tendency to start very fast in this building. You know, this, this is a building with – it's not a ton of fans. They don't have a ton of seats. Only, the capacity is 15,000. But these, these fans are right on top of you. And, and there's a passionate fan base here. So when the game gets going, uh, these Jets on home ice, they, they can really jump in a hurry. And I think when you combine that with the fact that the Blues have not been starting out that fast and certainly not got on the board very early in a lot of these games, you find yourself down one, you find yourself down two, and sometimes that, that's a hole you can't really claw out of. Uh, the reason why the Blues are starting so slow is because of just this whole philosophy of just defend first. Uh, they're kind of going with this rope-a-dope style of play, which certainly has shown great moments and, and shown some bad moments of the year. But I think if they can find any consistency with this, uh, they're going to win some hockey games. And what that means is, is they're not going to start off with this high offense right off the get-go. And, and quite frankly, they're not going to wait until the second and third to really find their opportunistic times to get on that board. I mean, that Pittsburgh game was a perfect example. You defend hard, you defend hard, you defend hard. And all of a sudden, in the second period, it opens up there a little bit, and then you can find some offense. So uh, they're going to naturally start off a little bit slower. I think for the most part this year, I don't think Blues fans should expect to get on the board early. Uh, but I do think with this philosophy, uh, they're going to get better as the game goes on, and you hope you hope you hope to catch the team uh, in this late second, early third period for your chances. Joey Vitale joins us from Winnipeg, where the Blues will take on the Jets tonight at seven forty-five pregame, right here on your home of the Blues, one hundred and one ESPN, starting at six thirty. Joe, what can you tell us about? Pavel Buchnevich and whether or not he's going to return. And if he does return, do you see him going to that second line centered by Braden Shen? Listen, I can't say certain things, but if I was a betting man, if I was a betting man, I was in Vegas rolling the dice. I don't really roll the dice. I don't even know how to play that game. But if I was a betting man, I would say we're going to see 89 here tonight. I do not think you can put him on that top line. I think, quite frankly, it's just because of how Brandon Saad performed uh, the other night. I think that line right now is untouchable. I think before the Pittsburgh game, uh, based off how everything went in Arizona, I think you throw 89 right back up there with those top guys. Uh, but Brandon Saad was the best player on the ice. He had six shots on net. He had the most chances. He could have had four goals in the first period. And a lot of that had to do with the playmaking of Thomas and certainly the speed of Cairo. So that, those three have found some chemistry. Uh, but I like, listen, I like Bucinavich on the second line if that's where he ends up here tonight with Braden Shen because now you got some balanced scoring. You know, the one thing that always makes you nervous when you got such a prolific line like, you know, Bucinavich, Cairo, and Thomas. Well, every team knows, okay, this is their scoring line. This is the line they got to shut down. So you lose a little bit of that balance with those three all together. This way, maybe you have 89 with number 10 and, let's say, a Kapanen, for example. Now you have more balance, you know, and I think that the other thing to consider about Buchnevich possibly playing with Shen here tonight, you know, they're trying to get this captain going too, guys. I mean, listen, he, he's been a leader. He's defended hard. He's been physical. He's been good on the draws. But listen, you want your captain to get on the board. And I think for Braden Shen, he's starting to kind of fight it and kind of hold the stick a little bit tighter. So you want your captain to start finding some success here as well. And I think Buchnevich on his left side can certainly certainly fill that. Joe, you mentioned that, that top line and that speed of Jordan Cairo, and that's something that we've had the opportunity to see over the last couple of years. Obviously, he's got the big contract, he and Thomas. And I, I don't care about the numbers, right? He's got two points. He's got a goal. He's got an assist. 
the stuff that doesn't show up on the score sheet, Joey, that 200-foot game, all of the stuff that Craig Berube has wanted to see, how has that looked from Jordan Cairo through four games? Well, a couple things about Cairo. I will say I've never seen him defend the way he's defending um, so far, just five games, four games into the season so far. You know, I think that from back-checking to breaking up plays to hustling back to the D zone to being a disciplined high guy, in the offensive zone and aiding the defenseman and tracking back. You know, we've seen Jordan Cairo break up rush chances going for the other team the other way, stopping on a dime and going the other way. You look at his only goal on the year, if you really rewind that highlight, right before he has a little give-and-go exchange with Thomas in the offensive zone, just five, six seconds earlier, he was in the D zone with a good poke check, and then they're off and gone the other way. So I, I love the fact that he's defending better, and I really hope that he continues to find the offensive success because – you know, the old adage in hockey is, you know, good defense leads offense, and you want to see him rewarded offensively for that. And with that being said, I think that defensively it's been there. But at the same time, you know, you're, you're, making, you're making $8 million. Your buddy Thomas is making $8 million. That's $16 million between the two of you. You two are the franchise players. You're the pillars heading into this, heading into this future for this Blues team. You know, for Thomas with no goals and Cairo just with the one goal, I mean, listen, we're, uh, we're starting to say, you know, hey, we, we need to see a little bit more. I think they know that. They expect that. Uh, and that's part of the growth process of a young player kind of coming into his own and, and becoming the franchise moving forward. You see it with young players all the time, with Connor Bedard, as early as it's been for him. Uh, even though it's been, you know, five years with the Blues for Robert Thomas and, you know, three-ish, let's say, for Jordan Cairo, uh, they're still very young and there's still a lot of maturing to do. And the only way to really go through that is just to experience the growing pains of being the top guy. So for them – to continue to defend, and I think the biggest thing for them from a point standpoint that could really help them, uh, Brad, is, is the power play. I mean, the power play has been atrocious. It's 0 for 11. They started to find some steam in that Pittsburgh game, started to get manufactured more shots in the net. Uh, but for Thomas and Cairo, I bring up the power play because for those, for those two, you know, for the points production and all the offense, a lot of it's going to come from the power play, and you just have to figure out a way to get that one going. Joe, good stuff, man. Enjoy Winnipeg. A balmy Winnipeg, and uh, go Blues. Sounds good, boys. You guys have a great week. Thank you.